have you here today. And uh, coach, if you wouldn't mind uh, just sharing a little bit with our listeners, maybe a, a quick verse that, that God's been using in your life or something that you want to share that's just been a, a, an encouragement to you recently. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, there's a couple uh, things that, a uh, couple verses that stand out. Uh, John 10, 10 is something that, uh, and is ministering to me that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give you life and life abundantly. You know, so often in, in this time with co- the coronavirus and all that, you see the the thief at work. You you see that, uh, boy, what is all the what's going on that they're trying to steal, kill, and destroy? And that, that can be true, but we also know that God uses all things for good uh, for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. And so, you know, I, I just hold on to that, that he's given us abundant life. And so we just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that I'm always seeking God and that as I do that, that he's going to use it all for good. And that though the thief is out there and he's trying to steal, kill and destroy have a life and we shouldn't just be kind of trudging along, but we should have abundant life. And, you know, whether it's with our kids or uh, a wife or whatever, there's going to be challenges. But above all, uh, we know that God is is a good God who loves us and he's called us and uh, that he's, that he's uh, all set to give us something great and that no matter what happens, we can rest assured that he's going to use it for good. Yeah, that's awesome. And coach, I just, you know, I always love hearing your perspective on things and, and just hearing your you know, the, the joy you have when you talk about, you know, God and talk about scripture, bless you. Um, but that's just, that's just so awesome to me. So uh, coach, I know uh, obviously the, the last couple of months have been kind of a difficult time for a lot of people. And I know it's especially hit you hard recently, but you know, since this is a podcast talking about dads and basketball dads, I was wondering if you would be willing to uh, share a little bit about your father who passed away from coronavirus and just what he means to you, the impact that he had on your life, both mm-hmm. as a man and as a coach. Well, I, I'm so blessed that I had uh, such an incredible dad here and an earthly dad. Uh, you know, he was one that's a, a Hall of Fame basketball player. He was a, a coach. He was a, you know, a, a head college basketball coach at like age 25 and um, but you know, he was one that just took me everywhere. Uh, I was able to go when he was, uh, playing in the outdoor tournaments. Uh, you know, I would go with him and watch him. I'd pack my bag and he'd pack his and off we'd go to these, uh, outdoor tournaments back when those were popular. Um, and I would, you know, I'd watch and sit on the bench. And then as I got older, I got to use, shoot layups with them and then sit on the bench and watch. And, uh, you know, also I think of that, I think of going on recruiting trips with my dad and uh, watching his teams play when he is an NAIA coach. But, uh, you know, then as a player, um, you know, he I played in the, at Miami of Ohio and, uh, you know, my freshman year, he he went to every game except one home and away. When you can imagine the Mac is not an easy conference to get around. You know, you got some obscure towns all over the Midwest. And, you know, he would drive and then he'd be back. So a lot of times he'd get back two, three in the morning and then he'd have a, a class to teach. He was a professor at IUPUI uh, for the last 27 years. And um, but then we'd also work the five star basketball camp together. And it was the big chill and the little chill. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have been more uh, more grateful to have a dad that 
one that people respected that 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 had a mission in life he loved to teach he loved to to impact people's lives and you know it's uh, as he passed um you know just uh gosh it's been 3 4 weeks ago now uh just the emails and the text messages that have come about how my dad changed their life and how he they wouldn't be they wouldn't have a marriage that he introduced them to their his wife and you know, just on and on. And so the legacy that he's given to me is something I'm just so grateful for and, and it set me up for a, just a, a great relationship with my heavenly father. And I know a lot of people didn't have the earthly father that they'd like and and the heavenly father covers that. But I was so blessed to have an incredible earthly father and set me on a great path to, to meet uh, the eternal father. And uh, so I, I'm just so thankful for my dad. It certainly was a, a challenging time uh, when you see, you know, that 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 flame start to, you know, that was so strong. And my dad was such a strong man and confident and powerful. And to see his body give way, it was is certainly tough. But uh, at the end of the day, we we can also rest in the heavenly Father's arms, who'll never leave us or forsake us. Yeah, well, Coach, I know, you know, that's. It's really cool to hear you talk about your dad and even, you know, through the tough situation, your perspective is so awesome. And you used a word in there that you talked about legacy and just mm. obviously your dad's no longer here on earth, but the things that he did to, you know, to set you up to be a great father yourself, a great husband yourself. And ultimately, you know, that eternal perspective uh, with Jesus someday is really cool. And just knowing that his impact on you last for long, you know, longer than life on earth is really cool. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I'm, mm-hmm. sorry, you know, I'm sorry for your loss, uh, but thankful that he's, he's uh, still with us there. So um, coach, I remember one, one year at the final four, it was a couple of years ago, but you, you spoke and you shared a story um, when you were kind of, you were a high school coach and you know, you were, you were kind of trying to get to the next opportunity and just wasn't, it wasn't happening. And it wasn't until you kind of surrendered to God that he opened some doors of opportunity for you. Uh, would you mind just sharing a little bit about that experience that you, you kind of started getting going in your coaching career and, and what the relationship with God looked like at that point? Well, when I was, uh, I graduated from college, as I mentioned before, at Miami University and had a great college career and was fortunate to be a head high school coach in the state of Indiana at 22 years old. So here I'm a 22 year old head coach and I was teaching English and, uh, you know, working on a, a, a master's degree and, and all this. And, but I was going, but I, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Uh, and so I was going and trying and doing it in my own strength. And, and, uh, you know, so oftentimes, you know, my, my philosophy, and like I said, often uh, people have their, their own philosophy of life that they think they're going to get through. And mine was just to work hard. And no matter, no matter what the challenge is, if you just worked hard, everything was going to work out. Well, as you find out, as you, you get in a, in a young marriage or you get in uh, a coaching career that no matter how you work, sometimes how hard work, sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and so I began to reevaluate my philosophy of life. And you know what, that it's not all about, yeah, working hard is very important. And we're, we're challenged in the Bible to work hard, but at the end of the day, it's uh, that's not the philosophy that's going to carry you. And that you have to. I began to take a look at why I'm here and where am I going, and what's this all for? And if I could win 
uh, lots of championships. Uh, what ultimately, what does that do the next year? There's just another championship to try to win or another game to try to win. And, and so I was confronted in, in, in a miraculous way, I was able to, to meet Jesus and, uh, was, you know, through his grace and mercy was able to surrender to him, confess my sins and, and ultimately enter into a relationship with him. And, you know, I was even told a lot of, as I was jumped in, just as I did as a basketball player, as a coach, I went hundred, hundred miles an hour straight ahead and having people tell me, you know, people that I loved and respected say, Hey man, you're over the top with this whole Christian stuff. And man, you need to back it off. And, uh, you know, nobody's going to want to hire a guy that's just, you know, one of these, these Jesus freaks or these guys that are so, you know, so I said, well, so be it then. That's, that's what it's about. That's what's, what's become most important to me is my relationship with the Lord. And, and you know what, if I don't have, don't get another job, I don't get another job. That's so be it. Well, you take that and fast forward a few years. And I, I went from being a, a head high school coach at Logansport, Indiana, to being an assistant with John Calipari at UMass, and then an assistant on the bench in the NBA, actually the youngest assistant coach in the NBA, and all that in a period of 310 days. So I, from high school, in the high school freshman PE teacher and head basketball coach at Logansport to assistant at UMass to the on the bench in the NBA. And so you know, those that, uh, you know, I, I think of the verse Psalm 37, four, that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And, you know, one of the desires of my heart as a player was to be in the NBA. And then after I was done playing, I didn't happen to get that, but I decided I had a desire in my heart to coach at the highest level. And here we go, uh, you know, <laughs> sitting on the bench coaching against Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan and and on and on. And so, uh, you know, I just, uh, I think of that journey and that as you surrender everything, if you're willing to risk it all for Jesus, that, uh, you know, he's always, uh, he's going to give you far more than you could ever hope, ask or think. Yeah, that's awesome. I just remember hearing that, that story and it really, it hit me hard because I know, you know, as a young coach and probably like a lot of the, the young coaches listening to this is, you know, we, we want to get to that next level. We want to climb the ladder and what the world tells us is, you know, well, you got to go meet people. You got to do this. You, you know, you can't be a Jesus follower because you're not able to do the things mm-hmm. necessary to climb the ladder. And it's it's a, a bunch of lies. But yeah. I heard you talk about that. And obviously you have a unique story, but it was just so powerful knowing, you know, that God like he, you know, God or uh, man plans his steps, but mm-hmm. or the Lord establishes our, our steps. Yes. Bad, bad paraphrase, but um yeah. A man plans his way, but the, but the Lord establishes our steps. There we go. But, uh, it was just really an encouragement to me. And I know um, I appreciate your testimony through mm-hmm. that. And just obviously being able to stay faithful over the last however many years mm-hmm. that's been since since that moment. But uh, thanks for sharing that story with us, Coach. Sure. Um, I wanted well, to. One thing I'd say uh, is, you know, it's just because, you know, I was fortunate to go and to go to the NBA. It's not always going to be easy. It's not going to be smooth sailing. I was a head coach at Wright State for university for six years and got fired. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been fired, you know, a couple times. And, 
And so it's not always going to be easy, but the great thing is that we have a, a Lord that's going to walk with us and is going to going to help us and teach us through them. And and hopefully each step of the way we we grow in our maturity and in our relationship with the Lord. And, you know, uh, oftentimes he gives us challenges and struggles so that we can go and help other people get the same challenges and struggles. And with me, I, I was uh, this past year, uh, I was released from Indiana University out of the blue uh, after a couple years. And uh, for no, no reason other than we, we need to get elite players your position to do it. And, you know, here, here I'd had a lot of experience, recruited a lot of top five classes and things like that. But you know what? Here I was. And, and I, you as you go through it, I, I saw God's plan in it because as my dad's health was failing, I was able to have this whole past year. I there wasn't two weeks went by where I wasn't up sitting by his side, and and so being able to truly invest in my family and to go and spend time with my dad in his last year of life. And as we've already mentioned, I'm an only child, and my mom's an only child. My dad has one older sister that passed many years ago, and so to be able to have that time uh, is something I'll cherish for for the rest of my life. And um, and so even though it, it seemed like, man, this was something completely out of the blue and something totally unexpected and not a good thing yeah. <laughs> when you're in your 50s to all of a sudden not have a job um, is, is challenging. Unfortunately, I was being paid for another year. And and uh, but that year was truly set up by the Lord and uh, that I was able to spend that time with my dad uh, was, uh, like I said, it, it was a gift that. Uh, it was beyond anything, beyond any championship that I could have won was to be able to be on my dad's bedside and uh, to be around him during this this past year. And so, um, you know, it's not always going to be great, but you can trust that um, that we have a good God. And even in the midst of challenges and adversity and things that seem awful, you can when you look at it through the rearview mirror, you say, man, I see what he was doing and he is good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I remember someone told me one time that either, you know, either God is sovereign or he isn't. I mean, mm. it, it can't be somewhere in between. And I think, you know, the good times, the bad times, he's got a plan. And sometimes uh, we, don't, we don't always see it and we don't see w- what he's doing and it doesn't make sense. But like you said, it turned out a year later to really be a blessing and give you the opportunity to spend that time with your dad. So mm. uh, that's awesome, coach. And I know, you know, you talked about you know, in transition, losing jobs, getting fired. Um, you have you have a family, you have a wife, yeah. and you have two kids. And you know, a lot of coaches, you know, their wives either stay at home or you know maybe work work a job. But but your wife, in, in your case, is also a coach at a very high level. So talk a little mm-hmm. bit about your your family dynamic um, with you being a Division One coach, your wife being an assistant in the WNBA, having two kids. How do you guys balance that and manage that schedule? Well, it's, uh, she just took the job this, uh, you know, uh, this spring. Uh, uh, and, and so we, you know, we're trying to just trust God. Like we, we prayed and just uh, have continued to ask Lord, what do you want? And, and she's a tremendous coach. She was a great player, uh, mm-hmm. played for Pat summit. And then, uh, you know, was, was played a little bit in the WNBA, but then was also a division one assistant coach. She's, a high school basketball coach, but, and then we did training together. And so she's a great coach and to be able to, to have that gift that we feel like the Lord has given her and the experiences that uh, the Lord's given her that uh, 
it was to the point where we needed to exercise and, and take those, use those gifts in a, whatever way he wanted. And as we surrendered that, it's amazing. The Indiana fever assistant coaching job was available and was offered to her. And, and so we, after much prayer, decided to do it. And, and then in the meantime, I uh, was blessed to have an offer with Bryce Drew to go to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona. And so right now what we're praying for is, Lord, how are we going to make this work? And, yeah. and so, uh, you know, it's because we've committed it to prayer and we've asked and, and, you know, we felt strong leadings on, on both fronts. Uh, we're going to see how he works it out and, and uh, you know, just being able to surrender it all and say, here, here we are, Lord, use us. And uh, so we feel like we're being used April with the WNBA and, and my, and now me going to Phoenix, clear across the country to Grand Canyon University. Um, you know, we just feel like this is the Lord's will for us. And, you know, we're just trusting him with the details. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I love just uh, how you just surrender yourself to to God's plan and, you know, mm -hmm. have that faith that he's going to show you how it's going to work out. But, uh, Coach, thank you so much for for joining us today. Um, really appreciate your time and your encouragement. I know, you know, like I said at the beginning, you've been a huge encouragement to me mm -hmm. and, and just helping me uh, not only grow as a coach, but grow as a man and a mm -hmm. husband and a father. So I uh, appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. And uh, hopefully this will continue because this is a, a great thing. There's so many forums out there, especially during this uh, uh, social distancing time uh, with its X's and O's and been a lot of great Zoom coaching clinics. But when you're being able to do something that, uh, as we kind of spoke about at the beginning, to try to add to really uh, the Lord's legacy through us. Uh, you know, this is something special and I hope that it will uh, continue to, to grow. So thank you, Andrew. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening and tuning in to Bible and Breakfast with Basketball Dads. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Bible and Breakfast with Basketball Dads. I'm really excited for today's episode as we have one of the, the best people I've ever met a great guest in Ed Schilling. Um, Ed is the, currently the assistant coach at Grand Canyon University out in Arizona. Um, he's been a wonderful mentor to me, and he's a wonderful man. So uh, we're really thankful to have, have Ed on the show today.